Nut Nerd Podcast, Episode 155. Smile, you're on camera. Welcome to the Not Nerd Podcast. I'm Nate Keith, and we are here to help you tech better. We got the week's top tech stories. There weren't many. We've got some follow up, we got some tips for you, uh, all kinds of goodness. Here with me, as always, Mr. Dave Baylor. Well, hello, Nate. Um, I don't know if you know this, but today is Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday. It is. As we record, the uh, Black Quarter continues three months of yes. sales leading up to the Christmas holiday. Uh, yeah, Black Friday was Friday. Did you buy anything over the weekend? or? Um, I did. I bought some things. Some things I'm going to wait and talk to you about next week. Ooh. But uh, I actually bought... Five Kindle Fire 8-inch HD tablets. You needed some more Kindles. I needed some more. They were normally 80, and they were down like 50 bucks. Oh, wow. So I got them for ministry here at work. The women's ministry does a lot of check-ins, and I decided to give them just their own hardware to check in the various yeah. women's events and stuff like that. Um, then, and I got those from Amazon, obviously. Then I got two iPad, 2018 iPad regulars. Oh, yeah. The three, usually $329. Right. They were on sale at Walmart, I believe, for $249. Wow. So what is that, like 80 bucks off? Yeah. So I got two of those. I'm going to pick up some Apple pencils. I'll probably just get those at uh, the Apple store, maybe at Costco to save a few bucks. And I'm going to let our marketing department utilize those. Yeah. And if they're like, I am a iPad lifestyle person, then we might talk about upgrading to a pro model. Yeah. And I was really, Nate, I wanted to talk to you about this. I was really close to just saying, you know what? I'm going to get him the last year's 10 and a half inch pro because there's just so many things that cater to a professional designer and artist. But I was like, I don't even know if they like these things yeah. yet. So $500 cheaper yeah. to go with the. It, and especially on sale. It was, yeah. I was, I didn't even hesitate. Oh, they're on sale. Boom. Yeah. I kind of wanted to pick one up for myself, but you know. And then a couple other things I bought that I'm going to share with you later uh, next week. Um, outside of that, I think that's all I purchased. Yeah. But I think that you purchased a few items. I did. Um, I was looking, I saw, and I was checking a couple of the different sites using my own Black Friday guide on the uh, Not Nerd website. Mm -hmm. I was checking uh, Thrifter and Wirecutter and Clark.com just to see. What people were finding, one of the things was a $100 iTunes card for $80, so 20% off. I posted that one in the uh, show notes. It was through, or not the show notes, the Facebook group, Not Nerd Facebook group. It was through Amazon. So I ordered one of those mm -hmm. because I'm paying for iCloud storage. I'm paying for Apple Music. I'm paying, I'm buying apps. I'm doing these different things. So it's money already spent right. where I'm saving 20%. And with Amazon, they were doing orders over, I think, $55 free same-day delivery on a lot of things. So yeah. I got it. I ordered it Friday morning. Somebody brought it to my house before the end of the day Friday. That's so crazy. Uh, which was crazy. I bought a couple other things. I got, um, it wasn't necessarily a Black Friday deal, but a a mirrorless camera, Canon mirrorless camera that we're doing some testing for some video stuff we're yeah. doing. I've seen it, but I haven't touched it yet. Yes. I'm excited to um, take a but look. But yeah, I don't think, 
we've been looking at some other things, maybe some Christmas presents for our daughter. There's a lot of deals out there. I looked through over at my parents' house, the entire newspaper, all the ads and everything. Yeah. And there just wasn't a whole lot that I need because I buy myself uh, through my business and through not nerd a lot of stuff already as far as technology, especially. And the deals are good throughout the year and online. And so looking through the paper and hoping to score something in a store, it's like, eh, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And I was really surprised this morning I got up and I was looking for Cyber Monday, or I'm sorry, Cyber Cyber Monday Monday. uh, deals. And I didn't really see anything. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Another quick story last week before Black Friday even happened, I got hit by some porch pirates. What? Are you kidding me? No. Uh, I believe it was, I think it was Monday maybe. Oh, I had, drives me so crazy. I had something coming and it w- wasn't urgent. And my wife had a couple packages and I came home. I was out and about. I came home. My wife was like, we had this box on our front porch and I didn't really think too much of it. It was an open box, no shipping label. And there was uh, one of the Christian metal Christian fishes that you put on the back of your car. Okay, yeah. The Ichthus. 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 One of those just in there. And we're like, what in the world? So then later on in the evening, I was thinking about it and I was going, I was supposed to get a pack. I thought I got a text that I got a package delivered today. So sure enough, I went and looked. Mine was delivered. And so what somebody did, genius, whether it was our delivery person or somebody else, they came to our house. They saw some packages there. They grabbed a box that they had taken from somebody else's house and said, I don't need a Jesus fish on my car. Right. So they carried that up to the door. So that way they have kind of an alibi that if you like open the door and say, oh, thanks. They're like, oh, wait, I'm at the wrong house and Mm -hmm. can walk away. Or they just leave that and then take your packages with them. So it was like my wife's order. It was like some... Uh, hair barrettes for our daughter, and uh, I forget what else, I, some feminine hygiene products. That's two weeks in a row where we've talked about feminine hygiene. Don't tell us we're not sensitive about <laughs> sensitive to women's needs. But So they took them, but Amazon, I, con- I chatted with their support online. Within probably five minutes, they weren't things directly sold by Amazon, so they just provided with us with full refunds and said it'd be quicker to do the refund and just reorder the products. So how do they know Um, you're not lying? I'm sure if I did it for every order or if the total value was over $60, uh, but it was like, I think it was like $55 total worth of stuff. So it's not, it's not worth their time to investigate that. But, um, and I did, (sighs) oh, I also talked with the Twalton police. I filed a police report with the non-emergency line and I just, an officer called me. So he didn't even have to come out to the house. And I said, I know there's not, going to be anything you can do about this, but I just wanted to let you know in case it helps with any other. And he goes, yeah, it's so common that, you know, that was before I talked to Amazon. He said, contact Amazon. You might need a case number. So here it is. Um, but it just happens all the time. So I it was makes actually, me nervous because I think those uh, iPads are coming via US mail or UPS. And I cringe because I, well, I may have had them shipped here. I'm not sure. But if anything goes to my house, I have that camera. Yeah. But even if I have the camera that's pointed at the porch and I witness it, what can I do about it? Yeah, unless you can – unless there's – Maybe I should hook up a harpoon them. gun to it. <laughs> yes. Well, I was thinking about getting one of the Ring video doorbells uh, on Black Friday because then it records any movement and 
thieves kind of know, hey, I see the ring video doorbell, whereas your camera's out of the way enough that people yeah. aren't, it's not going to be a deterrent. So maybe you need a big sign for your front door that you're on camera. Smile, you're on camera. Yeah. So anyways, that was, that was kind of interesting. Just be careful if you can have it sent to work or if you have somebody that is going to be home. I know my brother, he was at the coast on Friday, but had ordered a ton of Black Friday stuff. Mm-hmm. So he was having my aunt go to once he got the notifications to go home and check it. So enough of that. Let's get on to our topics. Follow up. Uh, You were talking last week about Black Friday at Walmart and how you went there just to buy some milk or something and how you were so frustrated because they were going to make you wait in line. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. They're actually working on a way where you'd be able to do like the Apple store where you just walk in, use your app, do the self-checkout and walk back out. That would have been much appreciate it. So Walmart with their retail presence is really trying to do a lot of these things to step up and make some advantages Mm -hmm. in their stores. At Uh, Fred Meyer, I've seen these little handheld units when you walk in and they actually had a person there one day that was trying to coerce people into using them and everybody's like, no thanks. But I think they're a similar idea. And for extra credit, next time I'm in the store, I will check one of those things out. But it's a little handheld scanner thing. Crypto watch. Bitcoin is still not doing well. I found an article that was kind of interesting saying that uh, this guy that's part of one of the big Bitcoin and cryptocurrency websites, he estimated 600,000 Bitcoin mining machines have shut down recently. Wow, that's good for Um, the environment. Yeah, most of them being in China, uh, but 600,000, that's a lot of computers that were just constantly running specialized with these high-end video cards to try to mine Bitcoin. Right. Um, but with the value going down, also in China, during the winter, electricity rates go up, so it just wasn't worth it. They actually, it was kind of interesting, they were saying that you're now more likely to mine Bitcoins because there's so many less going. But I don't know if you're going to want to do that. So let's look at our price update. Okay. Um, so it was hovering around $6,500 for a long time. Last week, I think it was uh, it had dropped about 1000 It was maybe around 5300 Well, as we stand today on Cyber, Cyber Monday, Monday, we are currently at... Thirty six fifty four fifty oh, per bit. It was over five thousand last week. Yes, yeah. So it is down. Um, the one week it's time to down buy Bitcoin. Tw- yeah, twenty four percent over the last month. It's down forty three percent. So almost half. And if you look at um, from last November when we were just starting to ramp up and it was really the craze started, mm-hmm. um, it was more than double that. It's down fifty. 8.1% since wow. last November. Uh, and again, the high was 19,660 per Bitcoin. Uh, so it's just a fraction, a sixth of what it was uh, at the height of the craze. And all the other coins are pretty much following some of those similar. As similar well as trends. the rest of the stock market. Well, it is yes. really down right now. And so, you know, especially maybe... tech stocks. That was yeah. another article I'll put in the show notes the FANG, Facebook. Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google stocks, um, <laughs> talking about how they've entered a bear market. They've been so strong for so long, but yeah. uh, they're really seeing some issues. As I think we mentioned, Apple, I think, is really going to – I bought some Apple in the uh, – a portion of a stock in mm-hmm. the Stash app mm-hmm. last week because I think it's – of all those companies, has the strongest position. Well, There's been pays- some bad reporting, and I think it's some bad analysts. Yeah. It pays dividends, and so you're always going to be getting a kickback yeah. on every share. And if you own it long enough, it'll pay off your 
the money you've invested yeah. just through dividends. Yeah. So but, whether it loses or doesn't, you know, you're getting something. So the tech world, cryptocurrencies and uh, the tech stocks, they're seeing a little bit of a downturn currently. Uh, again, we are not financial professionals. Do not take our advice because uh, if we were good at finances, we probably wouldn't be doing a tech podcast. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. We would be doing more Dave's Pro Tip of the Week. So Nate, this is a, a tip that you have put in here for me. So thank you for this. Yes. Week. Well, so, we, it came up on when Tyler was on the episode. He right. we were talked about this briefly, and I said, you know what, we need to go look at this. So Dave, tell us more. Right. So how many of you have done a subscription through your iOS device, and you've forgotten about it, or you don't know how to access it, and you're like, am I still paying for this thing? You could be paying. You don't even know. And it is not easy. <laughs> no. So there are a couple methods. Um, you can do it on your phone or your iPad or your iPod Touch, I guess, if you have one. You can do it through your computer. Uh, a couple different ways. We're going to walk through the process of doing it on your phone. So what you want to do is uh, you go to your settings, the gray gear icon, Then you're going to scroll down to the iTunes and App Store. Let me find that real quick. It should be kind of near the top. And you click on that guy. And then once inside that setting, you click on the Apple ID. And it should have a a name by what your store Apple ID is there, your your account. And then it'll bring up a pop-up window. You select View Apple ID. And I know, stick with me, folks. We're almost there. It'll do a verification. If you have a face ID, it'll scan your face. If you have a thumbprint sensor on there, it'll ask for that. And then when you're finally inside this one, you need to tap the subscriptions option, which is probably in the middle or the lower part of your screen. And once you click there, it should show you a list of all the subscriptions that you're currently part of. It's just embarrassing the steps you have to go through to get to that. So I'm going to quickly recap. Settings, iTunes and App Store. Click the Apple ID at the top of that screen. Scroll down, click the subscriptions tab, and then you will find your subscription. So Nate, if you don't mind sharing, if it's not anything embarrassing, what you're subscribing to, what do you have currently? I've got Apple Music, and then I have under the expired my HBO Now that Mm. we had done for a couple months. That is actually a little bit embarrassing that you're using Apple Music versus Spotify, but that's okay. I'm using both. I'm a DJ, and there's reasons. (laughs) There's no reasons, but... Um, we can fight about that later. Yes. I currently have a CBS subscription oh, yeah. active. I'm paying $10 a month solely to watch Survivor. Oh, yes. And we should talk about that when we're done. Our Tuesday tacos or Thursday tacos group. Yes. I'm getting killed. Fantasy Survivor, folks. Yeah. That'll be our next podcast, the Fantasy Survivor podcast. And then I have one expired one as well. It's Unicorn. It's like a pixel painting app. No. It it was free, but you had to do like a one-month trial subscription to use it. And so I did it and immediately canceled. Yeah. So I didn't pay yeah. anything, but it's still in my yeah, subscription some, list. Yeah. yeah, so just be careful on that stuff. It's a good reminder. Go in there and check and then go through the thousand steps to get there if there's <laughs> something you need to cancel uh, so that you're not spending that money. But you can do it right from your couch on yeah. your device. You don't have to do anything fancy. Well, Dave, just for you, we had a listener call in with a bonus voicemail pro tip. I didn't hear this one, so no, I kept it a secret. So uh, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about we were talking about frustrations of posting to Instagram. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. let's listen in. Hi, Nate. Hi, Dave. Dylan Gentry here. 
You may remember me from a while back. I brought you a tip that involved taping your TV remotes together so that you'll never miss out on a 2 a.m. booze-fueled Netflix binge. Well, I'm back. I've got another life-changing secret to share with you and your listeners. Dave, on episode 153, you praised the sophistication of shooting with a DSLR camera, yet you lamented the laborious process of taking the SD card out of the camera, putting the SD card in your computer, editing your photos, and then, of course, the final frustrating step, transferring the photos to a mobile device in order to share them on Instagram. As you mentioned, this is due to the fact that the geniuses at Instagram won't let you post new photos from a desktop computer browser. New photos. You're going to have to suck it up because I can't help you with 90% of this problem. But you're in luck. There's a simple trick to share your photos to Instagram using only your Mac Safari browser. And it requires no additional apps, no third-party websites, and no magical spells. Listen up. Here we go. Step one, go to the advanced tab in your Safari preferences. Step two, put a check in the little box at the very bottom that says show develop menu in menu bar. And as advertised, this will reveal a secret develop menu in your menu bar. Step three, click on this bad boy and select user agent, then Safari dash iOS iPhone. And that's it. Now, if you point your browser to Instagram.com, you'll have the ability to share new photos because your stupid computer now thinks it's an iPhone. One last tip, don't forget to change it back to default when you're done, or else your browsing experience on other sites could yield otherworldly results. I have no idea if this works on other browsers. If you're using a PC or something else like a web TV or ColecoVision, I wish you the best of luck. Anyway, that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dylan. That was amazing. I know. I like, know. And I do want to clarify, he was saying new photos, N-E-W. Okay. But you could do nude photos, I guess, if you wanted to. Instagram doesn't like that too much. Yeah. Well, that was amazing. One, the production value of this call was otherworldly. Yes. And uh, the quality of the tip was great. And that has some practical applications here at work. And I will I will just say one of the reasons we purchased those iPads for our marketing department is so that their Instagram workflow could be yeah. much easier. I don't think that they will abandon the iPad in order to do that. But for me and others at home who want to post from our computers, this is the perfect solution. Yeah. And I did check. Uh, there are ways to do it with Firefox and Chrome. So I will post uh, a link with all this information so that you can do it because it is uh, it's very helpful. I've talked before. There's an app where you can kind of do it, but it's weird and it's just not right. But this way, I tried it out in Safari. It looks just like the web version on your phone. You can post photos. You can do all your because it's just like, especially people for business when they're trying to do a lot of hashtags mm-hmm. and trying to make this big description. Typing on your phone's just not fun. So. Thanks, Dylan. Man, I see. I knew that develop menu was there, and I knew that you could change the user agent. I had no idea that you could use it for something like this. Yes. And if you enjoy the buttery tones of Dylan's voice, you Mm -hmm. can check him out on the single file pod, especially my episode, the Miss Jackson (laughs) episode, uh, where he, him and a friend review a number one hit song every week. Uh, And they're fun because it's songs, you know, number one songs. It's stuff, you know, aha and uh, Van Halen, all these great songs that bring back some memories. So I enjoy his podcast and I also enjoy his tips. 
Let's move on to our five takes. I almost had some problems finding. It's kind of a slow news time, especially with the holiday this last week. But I, I was able to find five takes to discuss. So this study from our friends at the Pew Research Center. Pew, pew. <laughs> we need a pew, pew sound effect for whenever we discuss Pew Research is titled Public Attitudes Toward Computer Algorithms. Mm -hmm. Americans express broad concerns over the fairness and effectiveness of computer programs making important decisions in people's lives. So this is actually a super lengthy report. I wasn't able to make it through all of it. I'm going to get back to it, but it's like five pages and yeah. a lot of stuff that it talks about. But I did think it was interesting research because it's looking at, you know, we, ha we hear all this about algorithms and uh, social media algorithms and Google algorithms and politics and shopping and all these different things. Well, they really narrowed it down to look at people's opinions based on age group on these different topics. So something like recommending events in your area, people are pretty positive on that. Yeah. Oh, great. There's this Christmas festival this mm -hmm. weekend. I would love to know about that. Uh, and then political campaigns. It's interesting. That's a touchy subject with yeah. people. I, people don't want to be, um, what's the word, manipulated yeah. with huh. politics um, by but, a computer? Yeah, it's got some really – a ton of charts and everything. And then emotions connected to uh, using social media and algorithms, all these different things. So if you're into data like I am, it's a great read and it's a great way to be mindful of uh, – yeah, there are some – ways that we're really excited about algorithms. Uh, you know, if it's going to show me stuff that I'm much more likely to want to buy, I figure that's a good thing because it's not stuff that I don't want to buy, wasting my time and my brain power going, what's this? Oh, no, why would I ever want to buy that? But there's so many levels to it. It's not just algorithms are good, algorithms are bad. But I think recently we're starting to see, especially with Facebook and all the problems they've had, um, that we need to figure out it's time as this stuff quickly develops that it's time to start uh, figuring out where this is a good thing, where it's a bad thing, and how we can pay attention to it. Um, but, oh, you can sign up for their email list. Let me do that real quick. Nate at <laughs> notnerd.com. I'm going to get some pew pew. Research Center data. Um, but yeah, interesting article. Any thoughts on algorithms, Dave? Yeah, other than it's just technology, like you said, it can either be used for good or for ill. So that's all I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting Newsweek on the Not Nerd Podcast. Um, Pan Speaking of algorithms, Pandora, which has been a longstanding audio service on the internet. You find a radio station that plays you these great songs you want to hear, and they call it their genome technology, where these patterns and algorithms, well, they're moving in, as everyone is, into the podcast recommendations. Mm. So they think that they're going to be able to recommend you know, new podcasts or podcasts new podcast. <laughs> Not new to podcasts. <laughs> yes. Unless or, that's what you're into. Yes, or podcast episodes. Um, uh, fun tip, yes. or a fun fact, uh, Nate and I record every episode in the nude. <laughs> yes, in the new. Every episode <laughs> is new. Right, right. N-E-W. That's exactly what I said. Yes. Um, but yeah, Pandora, so they're getting into this. Spotify is doing podcasts. Everybody's getting into this podcast game. I don't like it because I preset my ways in the podcast world. Yeah, and it, it it's commercializing something that I think a lot of people think, feel is is like a niche 
yeah. industry and it's commercializing, but it's also complicating. It's like, where do I go to to get my podcast? It used to be I go to Apple's podcast thing and I, it, you know, podcast is named after Apple's product, the iPod. And so not that they own it, yeah. but they have been the guardians of podcasts. And now everybody is doing it. And so it makes it difficult to decide where do I go to actually listen to this stuff? And what if it's on this service, but not on this yes. service? It's just, it's, it's like uh, the a la carte TV thing all yes. again. I want to watch this show, but it's locked behind CBS's paywall, and this one's behind HBO, and it just, know, it's complicating yeah, things. It is complicated. Like Stitcher is another yeah. one, and they have Stitcher Premium, which has a bunch of premium content from different podcasts or special pro- podcasts. And right. So everybody's trying to get their dollar out of this, which I... It's not always a good thing. Uh, it is good that people are making money off of it, but when it just gets more complicated, like you said, with TV, it's just frustrating. Uh, this is a fun story that they actually did. Uh, Apple did a little profile on this guy um, for Veterans Day, and it is entitled Blind Veteran Catches Second Wave with a Surfboard and iPhone. Uh, and it's a really cool little story. This guy, uh, he's a blind veteran, Scott Leeson. And it's talking about how he uses his iPhone. We've talked before about all the accessibility features. uh, But he uses iPhone in amazing ways to live his life as a blind person. But he also surfs. And it talks about him going surfing as a blind person. Um, But, you know, a feel-good story from Apple, obviously. um, You know, they're they're promoting stuff. But this one's also a great story as well. And I think it's great that he's a veteran and he served uh, the country. But what is his service have to do with the I think iPhone some of it was blind. that it came out at Veterans Day, so it was kind of a uh, clickbait. I, I mean, that you could get me with blind guy catches second wave yeah. with a surfboard and an iPhone, but uh, he's also a veteran, which we like. Our next story, they're supercomputers. There's a lot of supercomputers <laughs> yeah, out there. that's it. Just supercomputers. Yeah, supercomputers. Right. So there's actually a new, the world's second largest supercomputer has been developed. It is in Livermore, California. It is named Sierra, the world's second most powerful supercomputer. It has 190,000 processing cores. Wow. Now, your computer might have 248, so that gives you a little perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been doing a lot of taste tasting not much tasting taste testing yes uh testing in the lawrence livermore national laboratory uh ran some astrophysics climate precision medicine simulations uh but next year it's going to start doing its real work which uh, is mostly classified it's going to be air gapped so it'll be completely cut off from the internet but it will be doing calculations based on nuclear weapon launches and detonations. Um, so we don't know a whole lot of information about what it's going to be doing for that. But California now has the second most powerful supercomputer. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, does it play Doom? Oh, yeah. I wonder wonder how fast it can uh, play some Fortnite on there. Probably not a lot of graphics power, I would imagine. There's probably like one 13-inch monitor connected to <laughs> yeah, that it's black and entire white. building full of computers. This other story was a little bit uh, depressing for those of us in the United States. It's looking at um, pricing for wireless data mm-hmm. and how the U.S. is fifth most expensive of the developed world uh, as far as wireless pricing goes, so your cell phone plan. 
and it, based on the gigabyte price. Now, the chart right. on this, most people will know that I famously like looking at weather charts and everything. <laughs> um, if you look real closely he at the chart. lives a very boring life. Yes. So the number one uh, country is labeled country. Mm. The number two country is labeled country. And then it goes Korea, Canada, United States. 80% of the countries on this are just listed as country, which doesn't give me a whole lot of information. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's a bummer that we pay so much for data, but we pay a lot more than we should on a lot of things in the United States. That's we, true. Water? Water. Like bottled water? Why are we drinking yeah. bottled water? Healthcare. Are we, do we all live in Flint, Michigan? No. No. Um, but, yeah, so we are the most nonpartisan tech podcast on the Internet. But... Uh, cell phone prices is pretty nonpartisan in my mind. Yeah, they're expensive. And companies like Apple are slow, well, maybe not that slowly creeping the top end price of their devices higher and higher, which means the middle and lower tiers are also going up. And so hardware is going up. The data doesn't seem to be that fairly priced for us. And so it costs a lot to be connected. Yes. Our security stories of the week. Hey, guess what? There was a couple breaches this week. Oh, man. These are two are disappointing. Yes. Uh, the first one was our United States Postal Service. Their website exposed data on 60 million users. Yeah. You know how many people are in the USPS database? Everybody. Yes. And this was for website users, which I've used in the past. So my stuff was probably leaked. I don't think it was a lot of personal information, but still, come on. Everything, every bit of my information is personal. Well, that's true. Uh, the second one was Amazon exposed customer names and emails in a, quote, technical error. So it wasn't even a hack. They just screwed up. Yeah. And it could have been, could have people could have taken this information. They kind of... Really, we're just like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. You don't need to change your password. We just want to let you know that your name and email. Uh, and one that the article that I'm linked to in the show notes was talking about, well, that's great. But, hey, guess what? If somebody has all these addresses, now they have a specific list of people to try to fish because they know your Amazon email. So mm -hmm. they can create a fake email, try to get you to log into their phishing website. They'll say, and hey. And then have your Amazon credentials. Say, hey, this is Amazon. We were recently breached or whatever. So reset your password. Type it yeah. right in here. Yeah. yeah. And then they have your Amazon info. They buy a bunch of stuff yeah. and you're done for. So it, frustrating stuff, but I don't know what the solution is yet. Um, our bonus odd take of the week Supposedly cassette tapes are back. Come on. This cannot be real. This Is it April? Uh, it is not April. This article was published November 12th, so it's hopefully not a long-tail uh, <laughs> April Fool's joke. But I did look. Uh, Urban Outfitters is selling a bunch of cassettes. I'm wondering, because I looked vinyl. on Amazon, too, a lot of it is the Guardians of the Galaxy mixtapes. Seem hmm. to be the popular ones, so maybe maybe that's all the sales is a nostalgia or People a movie are like, memorabilia. They're like, wait, you can take a song and another song and put them on an album yeah. and listen to it yourself like a mixtape? Like this yes. is a brand new thing. Yeah. But guess what, kids? It's called a playlist these days. You don't need a physical cassette or a DVD burner to make one of these. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't get it. No. Kid, Kids just those those kids down there they just don't know how good they got it. Yes, well, and vinyl, kind of a reason for vinyl, but cassettes. There's just nothing. Is good. there though? There's so, a lot of people that believe there is the, for the audio quality, for mm -hmm. the 
original intention of the music, there's a lot of people that believe that vinyl is the right the right thing. You can't tell me, though, with cassettes that people are nostalgic for it because the people who are buying these weren't alive no. when cassettes were phased out. It's some that type of be. weird phase. I the think. one thing I thought was a lot of cars still have cassette players. So that oh. would be the only way. My van but, does, but it doesn't work, right? Yeah. Um, so it says, in, October, or in 2017, according to an annual report from music industry research company, Buzzangle. Not pew pew. Not pew pew. Cassette sales in the U.S. rose 136%, even more than vinyl, which was the only <laughs> other format in the beleaguered music industry that was still growing. Rose 136% means that it could have gone from... You know, whatever, 10 to 25, 23. Uh, it doesn't give you a lot of specifics here mm-hmm. as far as the, um, the volume sales. So I'm, I'm just going to call it not news. Don't buy cassettes. People, um, don't buy cassettes. Unless they're Spotify. digital cassettes. No, don't even do that. Don't even do that. If you do want to know what to buy, it's time for our picks of the week. So, Nate, yes. if, if you've purchased an Apple product, nay, practically any product that's a of the mobile variety like a yes. cell phone per se it probably has wireless charging or chi charging or contactless charging mm-hmm. uh, as some people say so what are you going to do like the the thing comes with a cable you jam it in the bottom of your phone you charge what you have to buy these these chargers so what are you going to buy well you don't want to stray too far from normal and there's nothing more normal than an anchor Anchor is a manufacturer that we've talked about a lot. They yeah. have a lot of great products, um, high-quality products. I recently listened to a, uh, an interview with the CEO and mm-hmm. Nilay Patel of The Verge on The Verge Cast, and he was talking about their products and their philosophy, and I like them even yeah. more. I, I agree. I listened to the same one. Yeah. It's very good. And so Anchor is just a good uh, company who tries to make really good products. And so when I first got my iPhone ten last year, I picked up a couple of uh, Qi chargers, and one of them I talked about, it was this little stand I put on my desk. It's like an L-shaped stand that, uh, you know, you just rest your phone on it and it charges. It's great. Yeah. You take it with you. And it's really revolutionized my workflow. And I take my phone with me more often because going through the hassle of unplugging it, taking it somewhere and plugging it back in, it, you know, once or twice, it's not a big deal. But when you're doing that all throughout the day, I prefer just to leave it on my desk, you know, and then I miss phone calls or whatever. So... The one I'm going to talk about today is the Anchor Power Port Wireless 10 Qi Certified Wireless Charging Pad for iPhone 8, 8 Plus, iPhone 10, Nexus 5, 6, 7, and other devices provides fast charge. Hmm, that sounds like an Amazon product to me. It does. Yeah, this is on Amazon, but it's from Anchor. And what this one is, uh, it's like a coaster with a cable hanging out of it. And I have this setting by my uh, bedside on my bedside table. And at night, I just, when I'm finished using my phone, I just rest my phone on it. It lights up, boom. charges, the lights go off. After Not a boom, second. I guess. Yeah, that would be bad. It doesn't go boom. And then, you know, some people are like, well, I got a text during the night and my phone vibrated and it fell off the little pad, blah, blah, blah. I've never had any of this trouble. It's kind of an anti slip surface. Of course, I have a case on my phone. Yeah. And it's also very low profile. I mean, it is like one or two millimeters thin. Hmm. It's not a very thick device. And so there's not a lot 
up for it doesn't fall very far. Yeah. I mean, would it even fall? It would just kind of tip. I don't know. Uh, I've never had the problem. But then in the morning, I just grab it off there and go, and my phone's 100% charged. So I like it. So if you're interested in Qi charging and kind of upping your game and getting away from these cables, charging, plug, plugging things in all the time, this little handy mat about the size of a, a coaster sits by my bed, and it couldn't work any better than it does. Very nice. Well, my pick of the week is a software that I've used quite a while. It is part of the Set App subscription, the ten dollars uh, Mac App subscription bundle that we both use. Um, but they have a free version, and they also have uh, a paid version that a you standalone. can just buy outright. And it's actually on a fifty percent Cyber Monday discount, which probably won't be around when you listen to this. Um, but it is called iMazing. Like amazing, only with an I because it deals with iOS devices. Yes, very clever. So I specifically thought of our buddy Todd um, in his podcast listening methods where he goes and downloads individual files and then uses iTunes to put them onto his iPod shuffle. Well, iAmazing, they've added some new features where instead of having to use iTunes, because iTunes can be a little clunky. There's just mm-hmm. a lot in there. Um, can be a little bit confusing. They've changed it around some. iAmazing, now, they have some really simple ways that if you need to get music, videos, pictures onto your phone, just open the app, simple drag and drop. Hmm. Um, some really great features. That's really amazing. <laughs> Yes, it is. Um, But it also, they have a bunch of different features. That's the one I just wanted to talk about today, because if that's something that you need to do, and iTunes just takes too long, iMazing's very lightweight, very fast to be able to do that uh, for music transfers, photos, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Does some other features like backups and that kind of thing, but I really like it for for the file transfer, which I've luckily been able to move away from a lot in my life. I have streaming services and my podcasts automatically download and everything to my phone. But there are still those use cases. It's something that I always keep in my IT toolbox in case Mm -hmm. I need to help somebody out with something. If I'm loading stuff up for a long trip, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, So check out. It's just iAmazing.com. It's part of SetApp. There's the free version where you can do a lot of things or you can do the paid version. But yeah, iAmazing, my pick of the week. Uh, no new iTunes reviews this week. You guys are slacking off furiously. <laughs> so I'm going to start a new little feature on the podcast. We're going to look at random things that people have gone to amazon.notnerd.com and bought things through our affiliate account. Okay. We can't tell who it is, so there's no incriminating evidence. But we can tell uh, what it is. What it is. So our random Amazon item of the week that you might want to go pick up, besides while you're going to pick up Dave's Anchor uh, Charger, the Lego Batman movie series one collectible minifigure clan of the cave Batman. Was this you, Dave? <laughs> this wasn't me. This is new to me. I want this. Yeah. Thing. Uh, it is a caveman guess... Batman Lego minifigure. Um, huh. I'm I, guess I am impressed. Yeah. So Dave, you are familiar with Legos. You go to Lego store, you have yeah. a minifigure collection. What would you pay for this now, product. is this an individual minifig or is it a set? In one individual minifig, only one product picture, nine five stars on nine customer reviews. I'm going to go with five ninety nine. Ooh, you are a little bit over. Okay, it is five ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> Four cents. Uh, good job. It looks. I'm looking at the camel, 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 camel. Uh, apparently, at one point, it was 
one penny, um, but it's fluctuated <laughs> With $9 around. shipping. Yeah, the 5 to $6, but this is on Amazon Prime, $6. Huh. Um, so somebody bought that. I hope you enjoy it, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that we got about two pennies worth of um Yeah, thanks for using the that. link, though. That's great. Yeah, so we're getting a lot of products on there. We really enjoy when you shop that way. It doesn't cost you anything, but it helps support us. So why not? And we love Amazon. So. And if you're at work, maybe, it's, maybe there's some... Uh, ethical violations here somewhere but buy all your work stuff through yeah. the link amazon.nunder.com go around to all your coworkers computers and put that in there doesn't matter do yeah. it yeah send the set bookmarks on whoever's computer you yeah. can get a hold of yeah help us out here why not yeah <laughs> go to go to all the apple stores and microsoft stores and set all their browsers you know. yeah yeah i mean the, the the possibilities are endless yes and if you don't want to be unethical you can also check out our patreon we have some cool benefits if you yeah. do uh if you support us on there it's another way to support us as we support you in teching better tell friends subscribe all those great ways anything we can do to get this information Uh, We hope you find it helpful. If you've listened this far into the episode, you probably do. Um, If you find this helpful, share it with somebody else that would. And get out there and tech better. And if you don't like what you hear, then I'm taking auditions for new co-hosts. Because... For you replaced... No, you. We'll do some A-B testing. (laughs) We'll get another host, and then they'll switch off between us, and we'll see who gets more Mm. downloads. Mm. That could be a good experiment.